So, um, Hare Krishna, welcome to our um, our Lord Balaram program, actually. Today is August 22nd, 2021. It is the appearance day of Lord Balaram, which is a very wonderful day. And in honor of Lord Balaram, I want to read from the Bhagavatam a pastime of Lord Balaram. Uh, which I've always found to be very amazing. And that is the pastime of um, Lord Balaram killing the Divida gorilla. Or I don't know if he was actually a gorilla, if he was just a really low-class human being. Uh, but he was definitely uh, trouble. So uh, that story begins in the 10th canto of the Bhagavatam, chapter 67. Chapter 67. Uh, so the first verse says, Sri Rajo Vacha. This is 1067.1. So perhaps Ananda Leela can post that 1067.1. Sri Rajo Vacha, Bhuyohang Shotumichami. That again, I want to hear uh, Rama Syadhuta Karmana about Rama, Balaram whose activities were wonderful. Anantasya yasya, he's infinite. He's unlimited. And aprameyasya, uh, immeasurable. Yaranyat kritavan prabhu. want to hear what else he did. So it's interesting that here, uh, King Parikshit is eager to hear about Balaram. And of course, we always want to hear about Lord Balaram, especially on his appearance day. So we can say, the same thing that um, Lord, that uh, King Parikshit said, that again, I want to hear about Lord Balaram. The next verse is, Sri Sukhuvacha, Narakasya Saka Kasya. There was a certain friend of Naraka, which means the hell demon, <laughs> Narakasura. <laughs> these, these names are really great. Naraka means hell. And so Narakasura means the hell demon. So, uh, so Sri Sukha, Uvacha Sukha, Sri Sukha begins by saying, there was a certain, Kastya, there was a certain friend of Naraka, Dvibido Nama Vanara. He was, uh, his name was Dvibida and he was a Vanara. So I think it would be interesting to look up because obviously monkeys or gorillas nowadays are not nearly as intelligent as these Vanaras were. So Vanara can be a forest animal, a monkey, an ape. But I suspect it may have been, I mean, anyway, we don't know for sure, but a type of human ape person that was obviously capable of human behavior, like in this sense, Sugriva Sachivak Sota, he was a minister. That's very interesting. This was not, he was not just some stupid brute. I mean, he was stupid because he attacked Balaram, but he was not stupid in the human sense. He was a minister. He was an advisor to Sugriva. 
Brata Mindasya Viryavan. He was very powerful and he's is uh he was a brother of Minda. Minda is another prominent uh Vanara. So that's the species, Vanara. Sakyu Sopachitin Kurvan Vanaro Rastra Viplavam. Uh oh. Pura Brahma Karan Goshan Adahat Vani Mutsarjan. So to avenge the death of his friend Naraka, the ape or the Vanara, Divida ravaged the land, setting fires that burned cities, villages, mines, and cowherd dwellings. Actually, I guess I translated this many years ago. So he's very typical things, very angry because his good buddy, the hell demon. Uh, was killed by Krishna. So he's Pura Grama, Grama Karan, Grama Karan Gosan. So he's uh, just ravaging cities, villages, mines, and cowherd dwellings, setting fires, burning things down. So it's a typical riot. Pachitsa uh, Shailan Utpatya. So once Divida tore up a uh, a number of mountains and used them like like the boulders and the earth to devastate all the neighboring kingdoms, especially the province of Anarta, which is part of the Yadu realm, wherein dwelt his friend's killer, Lord Hari. Another time he entered the ocean and with the strength of 10,000 elephants, that's a lot of strength, churned up its water with his arms and thus submerged the coastal region. So basically he's creating tidal waves now. He's creating, he's going to the ocean and creating tidal waves that are flooding coastal regions. The wicked uh, Vanara tore down the trees and the hermitages of exalted sages. I mean, that's a big deal because these are fruit and flower trees. The, the fruits, of course, are offered and used to sustain the life of the sages. The flowers are offered in in uh, worship. And when trees are torn down, you, they don't just grow back immediately. It, it actually takes years to replace them. And he's going, and he's going to... Uh, Ashramang Rishi Mukyanam to the most important sages and just causing havoc. So, so this Divida uh, is really causing a lot of trouble. Just as a wasp imprisoned smaller insects, he arrogantly threw both men and women into caves in a mountain valley and sealed the cave shut with boulders. So this is really demonic and cruel. This person is just this evil Vanara, just doing these terrible things to people. 112 Divida was thus engaged in harassing the neighboring kingdoms and polluting women of respectable families. Kulastriya, uh, women of respectable families. He heard very sweet singing coming from Rivataka Mountain, so he went there. <laughs> Of course, Rivataka Mountain is the resort area associated with uh, Dwarka. It's on the 
It's on the continent. It's off the island, but it's a resort area. There he saw, saw Sri Balaram, Lord of the Yadus, Yadus adorned with a uh, lotus garland and appearing most attractive in every limb. He was singing amidst a crowd of young women, and since he had drunk varuni liquor, his eyes rolled as if he were intoxicated. His body shone brilliantly as he behaved like an elephant in rut. That means an elephant to the mating system when they kind of go crazy. And um, it's interesting because Balaram, of course, is Krishna. He's pure. He's God. But he's uh, playing like a human being. So he's sort of uh, out on a date with all these young ladies and drinking this Varuni liquor. So uh, Balaram is very funny. I mean, he does these very funny things. He's God, but he's playing like an ordinary sort of, uh, not low class, but an ordinary man who's not, you know, very self-controlled. So Dushtak, anyway, the mischievous ape, Vanra, climbed a tree branch and then revealed his presence by shaking the trees and making the sound, kila kila, kila kila. So that's what he does. So he goes up in a tree and shakes the tree. So this is very ape-like. When Lord Baladev's consorts saw the ape's impudence, they began to laugh. They were, after all, young girls who were fond of joking and prone to silliness. Hasya Priya means they really like to laugh. They really enjoyed joking and laughing. So, uh, even as Lord Valaram looked on, Vivida insulted the girls by making odd gestures with his eyebrows, coming right in front of them and showing them his anus. This is a class act. Anyways, you can see this Vanara, he's, uh, well... Sorry for that. Angered, Lord Balram, best of fighters, hurled a rock at him. But the cunning ape dodged the rock and grabbed the Lord's pot of liquor. Now he's going too far. Uh, Further infuriating Lord Balram by laughing and by ridiculing him, wicked Vivida then broke the pot. So now he's really going too far. And offended the Lord even more by pulling at the girl's clothing. Thus the powerful ape puffed up with false pride, consent, continued to insult Sri Balaram. Lord Balaram saw the ape's rude behavior and thought of the disruption he had created in the surrounding kingdoms. Thus the Lord angrily took up his club and his plow weapon. So he's, he's got both weapons now. He, he's really, he really means business. He, he This is serious. He took up his club and his plow weapon, having decided to put his enemy to death. Mighty Vivida also came forward to do battle, uprooting a shala tree, which, by the way, is a very hard tree. And the shala tree, there are there uh, is a village with shala trees, and in that village. You can guess what 
is found in that village because Shala village is Shala Grama. And Shila, not Shila, Shila means stone. So a Shala Grama Shila means a Shala village stone. So, and, and the Shala tree is a hardwood tree. It's a very hard tree, which grows in Northern India. So uh, that's where you get Shala Grama, Shala village. So Lord Balaram uprooted a shala tree with one hand. He rushed, oh no, Jivita uprooting a shala tree with one hand. So and this, this guy is strong. I mean, this is a deeply rooted hardwood tree. Jivita, because he's an asura, with one hand, he just tears the tree up. I mean, try that. Not easy. So with one hand, uprooting a shala tree with one hand, he rushed toward Balaram and struck him on the head with the tree trunk. So let's see what happens. I mean, obviously that would kill anyone else. But Lord Sankarsana remained as motionless as a mountain and simply grabbed the log, the trunk actually, simply grabbed the trunk as it fell upon his head. He then struck Dvivida with his club named Sunanda. So here comes this super powerful Vanara with his big tree. He strikes Lord Balaram, the head of Lord Balaram just sort of casually grabs it, then takes his club and smashes Dvivida. Struck on the skull by the Lord's club, Dvivida became brilliantly decorated by the outpour of blood, like a mountain beautified by red oxide. Ignoring the wound, Dvivida uprooted another tree, stripped it of leaves by brute force, and struck the Lord again. Now enraged, Lord Balarav shattered the tree into hundreds of pieces, upon which Vivida grabbed yet another tree and furiously hit the Lord again. This tree too, the Lord smashed into hundreds of pieces. Thus fighting the Lord, who again and again demolished the trees uh, that he was attacked with, Jivita kept on uprooting trees from all sides until the forest was left treeless. So he just keeps uprooting trees, clipping off all the you know branches and leaves, and hitting Lord Balaram, who just demolishes it, and then he grabs another tree. Typical example of an Asura who just can't seem to, as they say, put two and two together, can't seem to make the logical connections like no. You're not going to kill Balaram. You've hit him with dozens of trees. This is not going to happen, so you'd better stop. Uh, but obviously, David uh, is very angry and not very intelligent at this point. The angry ape then released a rain of stones upon Lord Balaram, but the wielder of the club easily pulverized them all. So definitely, Dvivida is having a very bad day and it's going to get worse. Dvivida, the most powerful of apes, now clenched his fists at the end of his palm tree-sized arms. So he has these giant arms. He came before Balaram and beat his fists against the Lord's body. <laughs> the furious Lord of the Yadus then threw aside his club and plow and with his bare hands, hammered a blow upon Vivida's collarbone, the ape collapsed, vomiting blood. 
When he fell, Kaigar Mankuru's Rivataka mountain shook along with its cliffs and trees like a wind-tossed boat at sea. So this sword is so big that uh, just when he falls on the ground, it sort of causes an earthquake. In the heavens, the demigods, perfect mystics, the demigods and also perfect mystics and great sages cried out, victory to you, obeisances to you, excellent, well done, and showered flowers upon the Lord. So Jaya Shabdo, which means the, the sound of Jaya, Namak Shabdo, and Nama obeisances, Sadhu Sadhviti Chambare. So the devas are celebrating. Having thus killed Dvibida, who had disturbed the whole world, the Supreme Lord returned to his capital as the people along the way chanted his glories. So that's the end of that chapter. We read a chapter, which is, uh, and I think it speaks for itself. Lord Balaram is so uh, interesting, entertaining, and to such, of course, he's Krishna, he's, he's God, but it's, it's such an amazing manifestation of the Lord. Uh, very funny, very powerful, uh, obviously exactly the person you would like to associate with. So, and, and Balram does this, the Lord does this. He comes down to this world to attract us. If this particular pastime, actually shows the meaning of, of Balaram's name because Bala means strength, power, force. Just like we say in English, armed forces or the forces of this or that country, meaning like the military forces. So same thing in Sanskrit, Bala means uh, force, power. And Rama means he takes pleasure in this power. So we see here how he, how he killed Vivida. And so this particular pastime of Lord Balaram really illustrates the meaning of his name. So, of course, on a day like this, on this day, we should all pray to Lord Balaram and try to make spiritual advancement so that we can approach Lord Balaram, we can serve him directly and participate in his pastimes. So uh, I'm going to stop here, actually. And uh, I'll see if there are any questions on this. Here's one. Every living entity is conditioned, but Krishna is not. That's a quote. Um, my question is, how is every living entity, oops. How every living entity is, is likely conditioned? If Nitya Siddhars, well, obviously, it means every living entity in this world. That's all. Uh, yes, obviously, liberated souls are not conditioned. So, uh, oh, Brahmacharya, how do we understand some of Balaram's Avaduta ways? Um, I understand it as a counterpoint to Narayan. In other words, 
God has different aspects. On the one hand, he has to be the the one who who sets establishes the law, like in a family, the father and the mother, of course, they have to establish the rules of the house. You can do this, but you can't do that. And so um, Krishna explains that in Bhagavad Gita, that he comes to this world to reestablish dharma or justice. And so one can believe, as you see, frankly, most people, most religions believe that God is simply this powerful figure, the lawgiver, the enforcer, uh, the one who punishes the sinful. And you see in so many world religions, they can't go beyond that. You can see centuries of, of history among these widespread religions where their conception of God is simply as someone who is supremely dangerous, who will do horrible things to you if you go against him, almost like a cruel tyrant that you have to obey. So Balaram, Krishna is here showing, and in, I mean, the Lord shows in general through this form of Balaram, that there are other ways you can relate to God. God can be your buddy. God, can, you can play with God. You can do very funny things and heroic things. And so this is a wonderful antidote. It's a wonderful antidote to the sort of really stuck, stuck condition. I would say most people in the world, and most people, or at least most people in the world that have some type of theistic religion, God is the great punisher. God, God is the one who, um, you know, enforces the law and you must obey him. You must accept him in your heart or just horrible things will happen to you. So this is so much better. It's such a, I mean, we know that Krishna does enforce the moral law so that if we do bad things, bad things will happen to us. But Krishna's inviting us or Balaram that I'm not just like your parents. I mean, you know, they don't want you to think of them merely as people who punish you, but they want a loving relationship. So here Krishna, I mean, Krishna is a supreme person. That means he's supremely playful. He's supremely funny. He's supremely entertaining, not just supremely cruel if you don't obey him. So, so I think these pastimes are really uh, beautiful. So if Balaram is Krishna and Radha is also an energy of Krishna, how are they different? Because Balaram is not an energy of Krishna, he's Krishna. And Radha is a personal, conscious, living energy of Krishna, not just energy like electricity or magnetism. Kind of like the Trinity in Christianity, no, thank God. Because the Trinity in Christianity basically is polytheism. Because in, in the Trinity doctrine, they state that uh, the Father is not the Son, the Son is not the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is not the Father, and so on. So they stress they're all one, they're all God, but they're different people. Radharani is not God, uh, and but Balaram is God, and so uh, so there's one God, there's one God, not not two or three gods. In the Trinity doctrine, they do claim that all three are really God, although they're different people. So it's as far as I'm concerned, it's polytheism. 
so I hope that's understandable. It's, um, yeah, there's one God who manifests in different ways. So, uh, Lila Kara, um, the purport of the second verse talks about how DVW became contaminated due to bad association. Can one become contaminated even by a slight word? Well, act. It depends on how you take it. Some people don't take much to be contaminated. So it depends on the person. Was Dvida given a spiritual body or was he trapped in that body because of a curse? That's an interesting question. Well, what we always hear is that those who are killed by the Lord are liberated. So no reason to think that didn't apply to Dvida. So all glories, Lord Valram. Thank you all very much for listening. And I don't see any more questions. Well, uh, thank you very much from, uh, well, there's a little comment that came in. So thank you very much. I wish you all a very happy, healthy Lord Balaram day. Hare Krishna.